Alright, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back, man. Seiko Story, another video. What's the date? It's fucking Tuesday, uh, February 8th. Just checking my clock back there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, hello, this is me. I'm gonna post this on my Twitter, too. You know, this is me. My face, you know, I'm not an alien with a red beanie. I'm a, I'm a guy uh, speaking into a microphone on the internet. Uh, but anyway, what I want to talk about today was I wanted to get more deep into NFTs again about why I'm so excited, why I'm so looking forward to it, why I'm so bullish on it, why I'm so in heavily invested into it. It's because, man, NFTs are going to fucking change the world, man. And when I say that, like, I don't just say that like as exaggeration. It is. This is a whole new shift. It's a whole new shift in like society and the fucking internet and the fucking world. Like how, uh, what they call Web 2, right now we're going through Web 3, but what they call Web 2 was like, when like, uh, what, what's the, what's the classify, what's the definition? I think it's more like, um, the social media wave with Facebook, Instagram, all that, YouTube, all that, uh, basically companies owning these websites and making these, uh, websites and apps. I think that would be Web 2. That's considered Web 2. And then they like, you know make money off of you for using those uh websites and apps you know through the ads and stuff they make money off of your attention that's basically how it is that's basically web 2 web 2 is basically a bunch of websites apps that are owned by big companies centralized companies that they gotta they run everything they kind of have control over it and then they make money off of us could we use their websites apps and they have ads that you know make money off of our attention now, Web3 is changing that kind of in a huge way. For example, how I was talking about a lot of these websites and apps, right? It's owned by a, a big company, a big centralized company. But with Web3, a lot of these, there's going to be apps, sites, all types of things coming out that aren't owned by any singular person or big company. It's more owned by like the community. And like the there's like a DAO decentralized autonomous organization too. I gotta I gotta learn more and get deeper into that. I'm still not very familiar with what that means exactly, but I know that the concept is that it's kind of like comparing it to like a company. A company is very they're not very transparent with their funds, with their plans, with all their meetings and stuff, and uh, it's all very like. There's a lot of middlemen that do a lot of things, a lot of BS, to be honest. I'm sure we worked at jobs where, like, we went to, like, pointless meetings that really was... The meeting was really for... So that someone can, like, bullshit and keep their job, really. So that meeting was just to justify them having their job. I'm sure we worked at places where, like, there's... We had coworkers that just don't do shit. And they're just lazy, not doing nothing, and they're getting paid, you know? So that's just how it is, but... With all this stuff that's coming out Web3, it's kind of like cut all that off because it kind of cuts off the middleman, all that BS and stuff. and makes everything transparent. Like with DAOs, they have like uh, vaults or funds, community funds, and it's all public on like the blockchain and stuff. And um, <clears throat> those funds are public. And whenever they uh, decide to make a decision on what they should use that fund for, for example, maybe buying a board ape, I don't know. 
then they have a community vote. So the people come together and they vote on it. So it's all like kind of, uh, you know, democratized. I don't know if that's the correct word to describe it, but uh, it's all like community led. And I really like it. I'm like, this is, I believe in this. <clears throat> Cause I'm a child of the internet. I've been on the internet since I was like 10 years old, nine years old when I was like in fourth, fifth grade. Uh, first, one of the first things I did was make a MySpace account. I was on MySpace a lot, you know? And then after that came Facebook. And I was kind of against Facebook at first because the people that I, were hanging out, I was hanging out with called Facebook gay. You know, that's the term we used back in the, back back then. We called things gay that we didn't like. Um, I know it's kind of insensitive. I don't use that word. But that was how it was back then, okay? That's just how it was. Times have changed. But, um, yeah. So I didn't really go on Facebook just because there was, like, a lot of hate towards it. But then, you know... When things, when big things like that come, there's always hate until we all accept it and use it. Sure, you know, think what's going on, going on? that's kind of happening right now. But, uh, anyway, I remember I was on Facebook, right? That was the first time, uh, me using it as a kid. So I've been on the internet ever since then. And I've seen a lot of things like, uh, for example, after Facebook, I started using YouTube a lot. And I remember when YouTube first came out, I started seeing all the creators come in and make all their videos and stuff. And it was cool at the beginning. It was very creative. It was just people genuinely making content that they like and they enjoy. They weren't like copying nobody, no trends or anything like that. And then um, eventually YouTube started paying the YouTubers, the creators to make, you know, when they made videos off of the AdSense that they make off their uh, ads. And that was very good at the start. But as the years went by, as the years, like I used to watch this, uh, I still watch them to this day, but this channel called Just Kidding News, when they first started, they were, they, had, they were like saying all kinds of crazy things, giving all the crazy opinion, not crazy, I don't, when I say crazy, I don't mean it in a negative way, that's more so meaning like, I don't know, but they would give their, uh, they would have kind of like free speech, they would just talk about what they want to talk about, um, you know, have open discussion and stuff. But as the years went by, YouTube kind of got more censored, and you can see that. To this, you can see that today, it got more censored. Now, you can't say as many things as you want. You can't say, speak about certain topics. You know, sad. You know, I mean, you can, but the repercussion is that you can potentially get your channel deleted if you say certain things. Don't follow the rules, YouTube rules. Or you can get your channel demonetized, meaning you won't make money off of ads no more. So I've I seen that, and I'm like, that's sad, man. Especially the people that I watch and support, seeing them struggle after all that. I'm like, that's sad, man. But, uh, yeah, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, this is fucked up. You know, but we have no choice. We have to use YouTube. That's the only big platform, right? So that's just an example of how the internet is. But that's why when I found about Web3, it blew my mind. I'm like, this is what we've been waiting for. Finally, finally, like decentralized. We're going to have all types of things. Like, uh, I remember, like, for example, the YouTube thing, right? Imagine there's a platform that comes out that um, is decentralized. And it's a, it's a video sharing platform. And you can make stuff and post it and not be in trouble. You don't have to follow these rules and stuff, you know? And... That's just one thing I'm looking forward to. And another thing is how I talked about these companies, you know, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. They're making money off of your attention because they put ads on their sites. 
And when you look at those ads, the advertisers are uh, paying the company. For example, the advertisers are paying Facebook and YouTube to put their uh, market their products and put ads out. And we use their website, YouTube and Facebook, and we're going to see those ads. And, you know, that's how it all works. But with Web3, you're going to finally get paid for your attention instead of them making money off of you. You're going to make money off of them in a way. Meaning, what I see it as is right now, I just gave the example how YouTube makes money off of you by using their website. And they have ads and you watch it and stuff, right? But in the future, like I said, there's going to be like a new potentially video sharing platform. And they're probably going to have some sort of token or coin that they're going to give you just for using their website. I think that happened already. I think there was a browser called Brave Browser, and they had a coin called Bat Basic Attention Token, and they would give it to you for using the browser. So that's like the first use case of it, and we're gonna see that happening. Um, one example is actually happening right now. Uh, for NFTs, there's a the main marketplace everybody uses is called OpenSea. Uh, OpenSea is kind of like a Web2 approach. It's a centralized company. They created it. Um, and, you know, you use it and you got to pay the... They have like a 2.5% fee on every trade and stuff. Um, you know? But there's a, a new NFT marketplace that just launched less than a month ago. It's still pretty new. It's called LooksRare. Um, what they're doing is super interesting. I'm really excited for what they got going on. Basically, it's the same thing as OpenSea, right? Uh, but there's a little bit of a difference. Uh, one difference is they also have a trading fee on all the trades that go on on their website, but their trading fee is 2%. Uh, OpenSea is 2.5%. So you save a little bit of money, 0.5%. Might not seem like a lot, but some of these trades are huge. Like board apes are going for like 100K, you know? That 0.5% is going to save you a couple thousand right there just for using LooksRare instead of OpenSea, right? But uh, that's one thing. But the cool thing about LooksRare is they actually have their own token, their own coin called Looks, and they give it to you. Every time you buy, sell, do any type of trade on their website, you earn Looks, right? And what's so cool is you can take your Looks and stake it, Okay. I don't know if you know what staking is, but that's a whole nother topic. But you can stake their looks. And when you stake their looks, of course, you're ordering the, you're, you're getting the APR, the high APR that's going on right now. Your looks is compounding and you're getting more looks. That's really cool. But the thing that I'm excited for is the fact that there's also another thing they added. If you stake your looks, um, you get a piece of that 2% fee. Remember that fee I was talking about? Every single trade that's going on looks rare. All the NFT trades that are going on that you pay that 2% fee for. That 2% fee, 100% of that is getting redistributed to all the stakers of the looks token. All right. So you stake the token. And as the website grows and grows and does better and the team continually improves it, that's going to bring more users in. And that's going to cause more people to trade and trade and trade. And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get a cut of that 2% trading fee that's happening all the time. All right. And if they continue to become successful and actually grow and become a, a main marketplace, like a big marketplace, um, you, you make, you're going to make some good money. Okay. So the way I think about it is you're kind of an investor into this, into this website. You took their, you put some money in, got their, got their token and you're going to stake it right in the hopes that the website does better 
and as the website does better you're gonna you're gonna get your return off of it too you know that's one thing that's so cool about web3 because back in the day if let's say a couple years ago it looks where we're to launch and they and they uh and uh you wanted to be an investor well you would have to have connections and to the people that made a connection you have to know people that know people in order to be an angel investor in that website right it's kind of exclusive but the whole web3 thing is we all can be angel investors now in these quote unquote they're basically startups you know looks where as a startup company really and uh i put some money in and i'm staking it myself and i'm i'm, I'm basically invested into this company and i hope that they do well all right and if they do well then my return on my investment will be very good but if they don't do well then i'll lose money all right that's the risk I'm not saying that looks where it's going to be successful or not, but I hope they are. I've been keeping up with them and I hope they are. So that's not financial advice. That's just my personal thing. I'm, I put a little money in there just, and I hope that it does well. That's it. If it, I'm not saying it will or that it won't, but I hope it does. We all, that's all. We're just trying our best. But that's one thing that I'm so excited about. Web 2 versus Web 3. The fact that that's even a possibility. You can earn money for using a website while it looks rare. And that's going to keep happening. There's going to be social. I bet you there's going to be um, a social media platform that's going to launch a, a decentralized one. And they're going to reward you for using it. And there's going to be one like YouTube that's decentralized. And they're going to reward you for using it. So that's one thing that I'm super excited for. Um, but yeah, that's like more Web3 stuff. When it comes to NFTs, that's a whole nother talk. I'm so fucking excited for NFTs because it's like everything is going to be NFT. Let me give you one example. I'm a gamer. Well, I don't really play games anymore like that, but I used to play games all the time when I was a kid. And I remember I spent hours and hours and hours on a game. Like, for example, I used to play this game called Smite. It's like a, it's like League of Legends. I forgot what's the category. Turn-based, RPG, not RPG. I forgot what the fuck it's called. Real-time strategy game? I don't know, but it's like, it's like League of Legends. But anyway, it's, I put hours and hours and hours into that game, right? And I also put some money into that game too because i wanted the cool skins that they had yeah, a bunch, you know you know if you're in the games the games have cool ass skins right and people want to get them they're willing to spend money on it hundreds of dollars i've seen i have friends that play league of legends and they will like go to like the corner store get that little card karma coin whatever the fuck it was i forgot what it was and they would use that to buy like skins in league of legends right but the thing that sucks is that one day we're gonna get tired of league of legends or smite or whatever game you like right and all the hours you put in, all the money you put in to buy all those skins and stuff, it's just, you don't own it, right? You don't own it. You can't take that to another game. You can't show it off, right? It's just there. So it's kind of like you wasted your money. But with uh, with uh, NFTs and stuff, it's going to change that. Because first of all, you're going you're gonna to actually finally own your digital items, your digital assets. Because it's all on the blockchain. It's all It's going to be minted on it. And if you want to buy it, it's going to be sent to your specific address, your wallet address, so you own it, right? So that's one cool thing. You're going to actually own these skins, these items, all just digital stuff. And another cool thing that's going to happen is everything's going to be interoperable. I think that's the word. And that means everything's going to be connected. Right now, as it is, if you spend all your time on like League of Legends, or let's just give another example, uh, Fortnite, right? Let's say you spend all your time on Fortnite buying all these skins and stuff. Well, let's say you also like Call of Duty. Uh, what's what's the one that's going on right now? Call of Duty, uh, that that arena type game, whatever. Call of Duty, whatever the fuck it is. But the one that's everybody playing right now. Well, 
you would switch to Call of Duty, right? All that, all the cool skins you have in Fortnite, you can't bring into Call of Duty. It's all separate. It's not connected, right? And let's say you like NBA 2K. All the skins you have in Fortnite and all the cool stuff you have in Call of Duty, you can't bring into NBA 2K. It's all separated, you know? It's all not connected. But with NFTs and all this stuff that's happening, everything is going to be connected. You're going to, all those skins and stuff you have on Fortnite, you're going to own it and you can even sell it. And you can probably make a profit off of it because you know how these games have these exclusive event skins and all this cool stuff. So let's say there's a Christmas 2022, they drop a cool skin, then you play it, you get that skin. And then three years later, you're like, ah, I think I'm done with the skin. And you're, you can sell it for a profit because everybody three years later, it's going to be 2025 and everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, that's the 2022 Christmas skin. I want that one. So you get what I'm saying? You're going to make money like that. That's one cool thing. Another cool thing is you're gonna bring bring a be able, for example, to bring your Fortnite skins to every every other game. Everything's gonna be connected. You're gonna have your Fortnite skins, and you can bring them to Call of Duty, and then from there you can bring it to NBA, and then from there you can bring it to GTA. You know, it's all gonna be connected, and that's fucking crazy. It's mind blowing. I'm like so excited. I'm so freaking excited. So that's one cool thing if you're a gamer. Um, also, there's like play to earn gaming too. Uh, with play to earn gaming it's already happening with uh, axie infinity i think that was the first one i'm not really familiar with how they do it exactly i know board ape just launched a mobile game too i don't know if that's play to earn technically or not i don't know if people are making money off of that but that's going to be the future you're going to be able to play a video game and you're going to for example get all these they might have like a coin or something you they reward you for playing the game with or maybe you just spend hours on that game and you're grinding and you get all these cool items where you can sell that items for money, you know? That could be like a whole new job. Just spend all day playing games, grinding, getting, killing all these monsters, doing whatever missions and getting all these cool items and you can sell them. Think of it as like a job. That's like a whole new job. Like instead of working a regular ass job, you go and clock in, make a production, make, a, I don't know what the fuck you do and then get out. Well, how about you spend eight hours in that video game and just try to grind and get a lot of items and then you sell it. That could be a whole new job, you know? All this stuff is it's big, man. I can't even comprehend. Like, there's probably stuff that I don't even know about. I mean, there is. There is. There is. But that's just one thing. Yeah. And then another thing is, like, people say that NFTs are just a JPEG. Just a JPEG. I'm like, NFTs are not just a JPEG, man. NFTs, think about it as, like, NFT is like a ticket. Or like a QR code. Like, you know, like you want to go to a baseball game, right? Nowadays, you can just sh have a QR code on your phone, show it to the ticket person. They'll scan it and they'll let you in, right? But in the future, they're going to just make a fucking NFT JPEG, right? It'll be like, you want to go to a Mariners game? Motherfucker, they're going to send you a JPEG, right? Of the Mariners logo. You should go to the game. You show it to them. they let you in. It's, it's, it's a JPEG. True. If you want to look at it like that. But if you want to go deeper and not just look surface level it's more than that it's technically a ticket you know because if you want to like look at things like basic like that all right you want to go to a concert you show them a piece of paper right it's just a piece of paper you can say the same thing why can't you just replace that with a jpeg it's the same thing you know you just got to think about it like that that's one thing uh and it's so cool seeing all these projects collab it's so cool yeah I don't know, man. Just play there in gaming. It's, it's all so fucking crazy. Just more I can go, but it's, it's 20 minutes right now. I don't want to make this video too long. 
But anyway, I hope that that was an informative video and it helped you learn about NFTs a little bit more and Web3 and all that. I kind of, I think I kind of went on a tangent, but I really hope that made sense to you. Um, anyway, I appreciate you for watching. Uh, this is Seiko Story, my little podcast I do, you know, every so often, once a week, twice a week, whatever. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, that's my main thing, at Seiko2, X-I-C-O-T-W-O-O. I also have a TikTok secret story. I don't really use that, to be honest. Uh, just go on my fucking Twitter. Go on my fucking Twitter. Thank you very much. I appreciate you for taking your time out of your day to watch this video and hear me talk. I hope you found it beneficial and you got some value out of it. Again, thank you very much. Hope you all have a good day. Goodbye.